All right, welcome to the Hard Truth Sports Podcast, episode nine, I believe. And it's been a little while. It's been over a week since I've recorded the last one. Um, I honestly was thinking about taking this week off. I guess I did take a week off. I'm a day early, day or two early though. It's on Thursday. I usually record it Friday. I didn't record last Friday, so I did take a week off. I was thinking about taking this week off too, but I said no. Grind never stops. So, um, we're back. Um, it's Thursday. It's noon, pretty much. 11, 10.30 actually. So, an hour and a half off, which is pretty significant. But, uh, yeah. I just woke up. So, and I just woke up and it's opening day in the MLB. That's fucking awesome. Um, First off, I'm, I wasn't going to say much about the MLB, but I was listening to another podcast as soon as I woke up this morning, right? And it was an MLB show, and they were talking about just every team preview, right? And they said they're doing the AL Central, right? And they were talking about, for, wait, first of all, before I say that, before they talked about the AL Central preview, they said, they were talking about the AL. They were talking about Andrew Benintendi. They were talking about the Red Sox. They were talking about Benintendi, and they're like, they traded Benintendi. They traded who? Jackie Bradley, and they're like, oh, where, where, where did Benintendi go? And he was like, and they they couldn't they couldn't figure it out. So as soon as they took like five, five like not five minutes, but like thirty seconds to Google it, right? That's when I knew I was like, okay don't know what you're talking about just tell us you don't know what you're talking about and move on like we don't care if we don't know what you're talking about just tell us that you don't know what you're talking about right and he was like oh ben and went to the royals and the guy's like ew so first of all it's like double double whammy right there you don't know where ben and went proving you don't know what you're talking about and then you say ooh also proving you don't know what you're talking about all right then they do the divisions right then they go to the al central right and then they go to the royals and they kind of work their way down. Granted, I know Royals probably will finish third or fourth in the division. And probably not make the wild card. But I think it's a real possibility that they make the wild card. And while they were talking about the AL Central, they were talking they were saying, fuck, why did I just open Spotify? They were saying they were like the terminology they used or what they were talking about in the Central was they have Twins and White Sox competing for the division. And first of all, they said they said that they're looking through the the report card for the offseason grades for each team. And the White Sox got like an A or whatever, or maybe a B or something. And they were like, yeah, uh, I think the White Sox are running away with this division, which they will probably. But they are like, I think they're running away this, with this division because they were the only team to make any moves in the offseason. Third point. Exhibit C that you don't know what you're talking about. Because the Royals did make moves. Okay. And then they go on to talk about the Royals. And they said the terminology they used. They grouped them in with the Detroit Tigers. And they said that they're a give-up team. And let me tell you, that is offensive. They That is the give-up team is the last words you can use to describe the Kansas City Royals. First of all. We're not a give-up team. We're literally the last... I know I say this jokingly most of the times, but I'm actually kind of being serious here. 
They were the last team in the American League to win the World Series without being caught up in the biggest cheating scandal ever in the modern era. So we're not a fucking dumpster fire team, okay? Second, the year after we won it, the year after we were the last AL team to win without being caught up in the biggest cheating scandal ever, uh, we, we fucked ourselves because we didn't give up on on our guys. We didn't trade Hosper. We didn't trade Moustakis. We didn't trade Kane or whatever. Right? And that, and that probably fucked us. That probably fucked us. That probably set us back. That probably lowered the peak of our next core because we didn't get more pieces for them. For them. And we and we kept them even though we knew we weren't going to compete for the deep playoff run. So, no free clout, obviously. Especially when you disrespect us like that. But that's what I'm, that's my rant on the Royals. I'm saying that they're probably going to be a playoff. They're not probably going to be a playoff team. They're probably going to compete for the second wild card spot. And they're going to be good. I think five. I think they're going to be a five hundred team, and they're going to be fucking good. And you will see my delusion and homerness right here in my MVP and Cy Young picks. So I think I went over it a couple episodes ago. I talked about the odds and stuff, but uh, here's just my picks. I have Fernando Tatis in the NL. I don't think he's getting any hype at all for MVP, which is weird. I either see Soto, Yelich, Acuna, guys like that. No one's saying Tatis, but give me Tatis. I got Tatis. And then I got Trout in the AL, obviously. Right? Adalberto Monsi is getting, saying, people have said, I don't want to say he's getting MVP buzz, but people have said that he might get MVP votes this year. I think that's crazy. And even though I'm such a big homer, I think that's crazy. But that doesn't come from nowhere. I thought it doesn't come from nowhere. And that's just another example of why the Royals will compete for the playoffs this year. Again, we're a couple years away. We have a top 10 farm system. We got maybe the best uh, pitchers in the farm system. We got maybe the best prospect in the farm system, Bobby Witt. So, hey, man, I'm saying don't sleep. Then, for the Cy Young, here it is. Jacob DeGrom in the NL. Best pitcher in the majors. Not even close. And for the AL, Brady Singer. I got Brady Singer, Cy Young Award winner for the American League. Uh, This is only his second season, including the shortened one last year. He's a fucking stud. He's a fucking stud. So good, and I think he's gonna come out and just be a stud and be one of the best pitchers in the major league baseball. Uh, you know, I'm being dead ass serious. I don't know, I, there's no dominant guys in the AL. You know, Garrett Cole, I don't give a shit about Derek Cole. Garrett Cole, you know, he gives a fuck. I'm Brady Singer, I'm tip my pick is Brady Singer. Maybe delusional, maybe stupid. Don't really care. That's my pick. Tatis, Trout, DeGrom, Singer. And for the World Series, I got White Sox and the Padres. Because those are the two coolest teams. And I think the two best teams. 
maybe the Yankees and the Dodgers, but that'd be AIDS. And I'm not saying, I'm predicting a Yankees-Dodgers World Series because I'm not a sick human being. Um, okay, NFL. That was my MLB preview. Um, yeah. So basically the hard truth from the MLB segment right there is that the Royals are going to compete for the playoff. There we go. Um, NFL also had an offseason. They're in the offseason currently. Um, I, th I believe the last episode was titled Chiefs are Tanking. And that's still pretty much the case. Um, I haven't updated my notes in the NFL in a week or so. So let's see what I have. I said... Yeah, the Titans signed Josh Reynolds. Chiefs said, yeah, this is updated. So the Chiefs didn't sign Juju, didn't sign Josh Reynolds, didn't sign Corey Davis, didn't sign Curtis Samuel. They cleared out all the cap space for no reason. Um, now they're fucked. Now they have no left tackle, literally, and they have no wide receivers, too, literally. So, um... If you can pull up the depth chart, it's just a blank. It's a little blank space in the left tackle and wide receiver two position. So, uh, Brett Veach is doesn't the Chiefs don't have a job. Brett Veach is, I mean, if I had to guess, he doesn't have a job apparently because he's just not doing anything. So, uh, but I've kind of lost. It's been like a two weeks. And it's in the morning, and there's people at my house right now. I usually do it when I'm home alone. So I don't want to be loud or anything. So I've definitely lost my... And my voice kind of fucked up for some reason today. <clears throat> but I've definitely lost my... Uh, I don't know, my passion for it over the past two weeks, I guess you could say. Um, but the, all in all, the Chiefs were probably not going to be much better than they were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, they didn't have Watkins in the Super Bowl. They didn't have any linemen. They still don't have any linemen. Um, you know, it's going to be a mess. Honestly, like, I tend to be defeatist sometimes, but it wouldn't shock me if the Chiefs just sucked very bad. Like, I'm being dead ass serious. Like, the Chiefs may just suck because they don't have any offensive line. And they're going to have to pull some far out of the recesses of their asshole if in the in this upcoming draft if they want to compete next year. And I'm being serious. Um, they refuse to protect Patrick Mahomes. Um, so, and that's going to cost them. If you don't pay the price to protect your value, I believe I talked about this last time, but if you don't pay the price now to protect your value for currently and for the future, you're going to pay the price later. And you're probably going to pay the price this season as well. So, like I said, unless they don't part, pull something out of their ass in this draft, the Chiefs are fucked. And Brett Veach should be fired. Andy Reid should be fired. Um, that's what I would do. I'm not, wait, I take that back. They shouldn't be fired. Or I'm not saying if they should or shouldn't be fired. I'm not giving out advice. If I was, was the Hunt family, if I was whoever is the president or whatever the fuck, I would fire them. 
Just saying. Also, Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm not really going to get into this. I don't know what, what's going on, but... Um, first of all, I'm going to debunk some things. First of all. For, first off, most importantly, he's not getting traded. Okay. You could have... Literally every woman in the world can come out and say... Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted him. So sexually assaulted them, not getting traded. Second, people are saying that it's a smear campaign. Uh, people are saying it's a conspiracy. I think that's ridiculous. Um, first of all, <clears throat> why would the Texans want to damage their asset? They have an asset in Deshaun Watson. There, there'd be no reason to damage it at all or lessen, lessen its value. Because even though the NFL is a business and, you know, um, they don't really care about off-the-field issues of the, as, as they have proven in the past, you know, this, the recent accusations isn't going to help, isn't, you know, appreciating their asset. You know, it's only damaging it. So even though not significantly maybe, it's still... It's still there, you know. <clears throat> so, and I think that it's ridiculous. It's not a conspiracy smear campaign. It's fucking stupid. Um, and also, I'm not even going to say that. Uh, yeah, but he's not getting traded. It's not a smear campaign. NCAA tournament. Um, <clears throat> my throat is like clogged up. I don't know. Um, dang, I haven't recorded since this start, since the tournament started, holy shit. Okay, so, um, and I haven't updated the notes since I took it like two weeks ago. <clears throat> First of all, or maybe I did. First of all, VCU forfeits because of COVID. Oregon gets a free pass. Um, I don't have too much to say, but like, they had the replacement teams. Where the fuck are the replacement teams? So you're saying... The replacement teams only could go before the other teams went to Indy. Like, that's... Think about that for two seconds and think about how stupid that is. Second. Um, because are they even getting tested when they're not in Indianapolis before they get there? I don't know. That's stupid. Um, also. Um, I, my, my take is college basketball... They just need to make everything, maybe besides the conference games. But I know they kind of do this all the time anyways. But maybe just make everything a tournament. Like, I don't know why you just don't make every single game you play. Maybe besides a couple conference games. I don't know why you don't make every single game you play a tournament. Like, you make it a tournament, sell it as a tournament. I know they do this. You know, uh, in the preseason and stuff with like the Maui and stuff like that. But, you know, I have here on my notes, I've never seen so much hype for a Purdue North Texas game. It's like, I had no interest in watching Purdue North Texas, even though it's an NCAA tournament. Like, I do not give a shit. Um, I tend to not give a shit about college basketball in general. Uh, but I'm in a bracket pool this year uh, with a lot of money in it. So 
I kind of watch the games that I have my picks on. I, I'm top 10 right now. Top 10 in it. I'm probably not going to win. Uh, I might get top 5, though. Possibly. I think I'm in a good spot to get top 5, but... You know, I'll, be, I'll, I'll take the top 5, but... You know, definitely not going to win. Uh, it's too late. We already got the final four settled. It's too late to, you know, make up that ground. Um, here's my bracket right here, though. Um, no, it's not. Oh, this is, okay. Um, yes, it is. Um, so I had UConn in the final four. They got knocked out in the first round. Um, you know, that blows. Um, I had Illinois, I had West Virginia in the final four. They didn't even make the sweet 16. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute because those are some notes I did take. Uh, cause I was pissed after watching the game. Um, I had Loyola losing to Georgia Tech in the first round. I actually bet on that game too. The Georgia Tech, uh, Loyola game, which is funny. I had Ohio State, the Elite Eight. Had Iowa won the Elite Eight. Uh, but obviously I had Gonzaga, Baylor, and the Natty. So, I think that's going to work out fine for me. Uh, like I said, I'm top 10. Um, probably going to get top 8. I got I got a lucky Texas lost in the first round. Because if Texas didn't lose in the first round, I was probably screwed. Because a lot of people in my pool had Texas in the Final Four as well. And also, people laughed at me for saying UConn would make the Final Four. Um, and I gotta say, the only bracket to make, to have a low seed in the final four is UConn's bracket. You know, I'm not saying I was right, but it's pretty hard to get, to get a perfect bracket. And I got pretty damn close is all I'm saying. So, you know, people saw it, Alabama would you know, that's all I'm saying. It's pretty. It was pretty close. I was pretty close. Um, I was gonna say, the only notes I took is West Virginia lost to Syracuse in the round of 32. Um, I had West Virginia in the, sweet, in the final four. Uh, West Virginia sucks. Bob Huggins should be fired. Um, like I said, it was two weeks ago since the game happened, but uh, they refused. Oh, yeah, I know. What I remember what happened now. Um, Syracuse's center, a white guy. I forgot his name. But it was a white guy in the center, in the center of the zone, under the basket, right? But couldn't make an entry pass to save their lives, West Virginia. Horrible basketball. Absolutely horrible basketball. But the Syracuse's center, who was one of their most important players, probably besides Buddy Bayheim, had four fouls. Like, almost the entire second half and they refused to take a layup they refused to go at him try to draw his fifth foul they refused i mean it was ridiculous they would drive in kick it out even though they had a layup even if you don't have a layup go at him and hope they call the foul it's ridiculous that's why i'm saying bob huggins should be fired he doesn't know what he's doing uh the facial hair is horrible um, what other games were there? I don't really care about the NCAA tournament. Um, uh, Arkansas should have lost to Texas Tech. 
Uh, that Texas Tech got fouls in the last two layups. Should have made them anyways, though. Um, I don't have any other takes about it. Um, yeah, that's all I got for the NCAA tourney. Um, yeah, all right. So, hard truth of the NCAA tourney is Gonzaga is going to win. And I got another thing. We got a listener question about that a little bit later. Um, so, stay tuned for that. Um, NBA is having their season right now. Not their off season, but their season, unlike MLB and NFL. Um, I got a sore throat. Holy shit. Drink water. Again, <clears throat> fuck. Again, still no one. Still doing it solo. Still no one to film my silence. So, not gonna edit it. Don't care. Don't care to give the time. Um, like I said, don't give a shit. Um, so I was doing some. I was watching some NBA highlights, and I got my big board for the draft for this upcoming draft. Um, I only have my first tier. <clears throat> Each year, I have like two or three guys that I'm like in on, and I've pretty much hit on every single one of my guys, except Jarrett Culver. And who knows about Jarrett Culver? But Jaron Jackson's a stud. I said, um, I, DeAndre Hunter's gonna be a stud. Patrick Williams, um, right, right when he got drafted, I didn't know who he was. And I was like, what a horrible pick. I'm going to be honest. I was like, what a horrible pick. What are the Bulls doing? But I watched him for like two games. And I was like, this guy's Kawhi Leonard. The paw. People say that um, he's going to be a stud. Who are my other guys in this draft? I have Patrick Williams. Who is it? And LaMelo, obviously. Um, maybe there's another one I'm missing. Um yeah, Anthony Edwards, uh, I don't know if Anthony Edwards is going to be bust, but he's not a number one pick. You know, he's just not. He's a he's an athlete. He's an inefficient shot chucker. You know, I got nothing against Anthony Edwards, but no, not number one pick. Maybe a lottery pick. Maybe. Um, I had, like I said, I had... Patrick Williams and Lamelo in this draft, and in, in the last year's draft, rookies now obviously, in this upcoming draft. Now here's my tier one. I got three guys in it. I got Cade Cunningham obviously. Um, I think he's a real point guard. You know, he can do it all. He went to Monteverde. Went to a team. When I was looking at him, when I was, when I keep th- I keep thinking about Ben Simmons with him, he went to the same high school. Um, do they look similar? Um, okay. Images. Let's go, Ben Simmons. Like, they kind of look, you know, you could, you 
No, they don't look this similar. You know, same skin tone, same like hairline. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but went to the same high school. Same high school. They uh, went to schools, colleges where they're kind of the only guy. You know, Ben Simmons was the only guy on LSU. They didn't even make the tournament. Um, Katie Cunningham was the only guy on Oklahoma State. And before the season started, um, people were talking about how, uh, you know, is Oklahoma State going to make the tournament? And they were like, people were talking about it. It's like, yeah, I want to see Oklahoma State make the tournament because I want to see Katie Cunningham in the tournament. But... They were like, if they're not good enough, if they're not good, then you can't have them in the tournament, you know? And, uh, they were a four seed this year, and I was thinking, like, that's, Cade Cunningham carried a team to the Sweet 16, right? Maybe it wasn't the Sweet 16. Uh, hell, maybe it was, I don't know. But, I got Cade Cunningham, Tier 1. I got Scotty Barnes, Florida State guy tier one um i didn't i watched some highlights um you know this is i'm kind of like i'm like uh chris sims with my nba i'm like chris sims with my nba fucking big boards here you know chris sims quarterback rankings spider verbal spider-man meme uh it's two spider-men pointing at each other it's chris sims quarterback rankings, and my tier one NBA prospects. Um, I got Cunningham, I got Scotty Barnes, and I got Jonathan Kuminga. Dude out of the G League. Um, Jalen Green, no for me. Uh, yeah, those are three guys I wrote down. I think they're going to be studs. Those would be my top three picks. Um, so, yeah. Uh yeah also um i'm so this this app is so bad dude it's so bad whatever um uh lamello injury i haven't watched nba i haven't maybe it's because i've been watching the tournament but i just haven't been watching nba all that much um like I say, I'm a free agent NBA fan. Um, Jason Tatum's one of my favorite players. Um, but, like, so I I was all on the Blazers. I hopped off because they're incompetent and they're on the West Coast. Um, and I went on the Celtics because Tatum's one of my favorite guys. I was on the Knicks, but they're the Knicks and their poverty. Uh, I don't like the Knicks. So I went on the Celtics, right? Tatum's one of my guys. But, uh, again, the incompetence in the Celtics organization is unbelievable, and I do not stand for it. Uh, I'm going to get to that later. But, um, my bets that are placed for NBA Futures this year, obviously the Lakers to win. Uh, and the prop, player props, I had LaMelo, Rookie of the Year. Um, I was right. Like I said, I was right. I said there's no way LaMelo shouldn't go number one overall. And I was right, but he got injured. And I was right. 
and the, the it, fucking God took took it away from me. He took my bet away. He took my winning bet away from me because he made Lamelo break his wrist. And God damn you, fucker! For God, fucker! Because well, I don't even know what the odds were. They were pretty good though. They're like plus four hundred. Give me a fucking break. He got injured. Fuck that. So now it's going to be Anthony Edwards. Even though Anthony Edwards sucks. He's going to win rookie of the year. Um, and also my MVP picks. Tatum. I had Tatum. Who else did I vote for rookie of the year? I think it was only LaMelo. Yeah, it was only LaMelo for rookie of the year. And for MVP, I had Jason Tatum. Not going to win. Celtics suck. I have... Luca, which you know, I think he's he's climbing up there. I don't want Luca to win. I hate Luca, but I just bet on him because you know, just because he's Luca and people love him so much. And I think he is going to win one. And don't that doesn't mean he should win one. That means I think he's going to win one. And I bet on LeBron and LeBron's injured, he's out like another month. Um, so that's that's probably gone. He was probably he was on the top of the ladder. For MVP talk, but he's probably not gonna win it anymore. I got injured. I the injury was bad. It was a high ankle sprain, but uh, he could have like that was. I think it was close to like gruesome leg injury. It was bad. Uh, so that's too bad. But my rookie of the year and MVP bets both gone because of injury. Hopefully, James Harden. Uh, you know, takes an extended leave because he has a bruised toe and, I don't know, can't push off when he steps back or whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, Kyrie Irving. People hate... Okay, this is my rant. This is my rant on the NBA. Um, Not the NBA, but... You know, in the NBA category on my notes. First of all, Kyrie Irving took another leave. Another personal leave again. Right? And people hate on it. People saying, oh, why is he leaving? You can't just leave. Just play basketball, dude. Blah, blah, blah. First, okay. First of all. First of all, pre-grant. If you do that, if you say that stuff, you're dumbass. You're dumbass. You're... You're an idiot. You're uh, most likely have some prejudice bias in you. You um, you're just retarded. You're just retarded that gives no thought to what you say. Uh, re- regardless, regardless of the actual reason why he took off, regardless of it, barring you know crime, organized crime, you know, I don't even know why that crossed my mind, but regardless of the reason why he took his personal leave, you shouldn't be saying that stuff, first of all, because I'm not just a Kyrie Irving dick sucker, you know, for, let me, okay, first of all, Kyrie Irving is a millionaire, he, what's his contract, Kyrie
136 million. 136 million. Kyrie Irving is a 136 millionaire that can afford to take off work. He doesn't give a shit about why should he give a shit? For but like I said, he can afford to take off work work for personal and professional basketball reasons. Because the Nets, I believe, are still the one seed. I have the standings right here. Let me see. Yeah, they're a half game up of this on the Sixers. They're the one seed, right? Uh, let me go back. They're the one seed. Oh, I got a fucking yawn. Holy fuck. They're the one seed. So, he's done his job when he's on the court and winning the games, right? Second of all, he has a contract for $136 million. He doesn't need to go to work every day. Cause it, because he doesn't need the money. He's Kyrie Irving. He's his own brand. He'll sell whatever the fuck he wants to sell. He doesn't need to go to work. If you, you just like think about it. Just think about it. If someone gave you $136 million and you're just fucking Joe Schmo in a goddamn cubicle, you know, sitting down all fucking day. If someone gave you $136 million, you wouldn't go, you wouldn't fucking go to work. Why would you go to, why should you go to work? Okay, Kyrie has leverage to take time off and just not go to work. If any, Kyrie Irving, if anything, Kyrie Irving is a hero because he said, like I said, regardless of the reason, I think he was having a kid or whatever. That's obviously very important. He should take off. Even if you wanted to take off, even if he wasn't having a kid, if you, if even if you wanted to take off, just say, I don't want to come to work. I'm sitting on my couch. You're just not doing shit today because I don't want to. If you said that, Kyrie is a hero. He's a hero. He said, fuck the corporation. I'm not going to work. I have the leverage here. I'm not going to work. And why should he? He doesn't need to go to work. You know? Who gives a fuck? Like I said, if you're mad at him, you're an idiot. Uh, you know, there's no reason Kyrie should have to go to work. No reason. There's no reason. People say, well, play basketball. Why does he have to play basketball? You know, Kyrie Irving could say, Kyrie Irving could say, you know, I want to play basketball, but I'm going to play basketball at the local rec center. And I'm not going to go to the NBA. I'm not going to go to the Nets facility. I'm not going to go play against, you know, whoever. I just want to go to the, uh, to the, uh, rec center and just hoop. Uh, why, why is that a problem? I don't see a problem there. You're the number one seed. He has the leverage. Obviously his teammates may be pissed off at him, whatever, because he doesn't show up. Um, but who cares? If he wants to take off work, he can afford to take off work. Um, and if you have anything bad to say about it, you're a dumbass. That's all I'm going to say. Kyrie is a hero for using his leverage to not go to work. That's all I'm saying. 
Because if I if I someone gave me one hundred thirty six million dollars, I'm not fucking going to work. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, bro. People are so stupid. Oh my god. Trade deadline. Uh, that's not a hot take by my Kyrie Irving, but I got a hot take here. Um, here we go. Let's open this up. Alright. How much time have I been on here? Holy shit. 38 minutes. I'm gonna edit this, bro. This is awful. Trade deadline. Uh, uh, fuck. NBA had their trade deadline. Um. And, uh, my notes are really hard to read, by the way, because I fucked it up. So, first of all, I just want to talk about the elephant in the room here regarding the NBA trade deadline. And that is, you know, just fits under the umbrella of overall incompetence by the uh, professional sports teams' front offices. Um, the Rockets got three first, three first-round picks probably all late first rounders because they're the Nets. Five pick swaps. So nothing because the Rockets suck and won't swap with the Nets because why would you? You're worse than them because you suck. And Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. They got three non-lottery picks. Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley for James Harden. Nothing. That is nothing. And you'll be lucky to get anything like Kelly Olenek or Avery Bradley in those three first-round picks. They're not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Rockets suck. They're incompetent. It's a theme of incompetence within the front office. We're going to get to another team like that in a minute. But uh, you may be saying, oh, they got Oladipo. Well, they traded Oladipo for Olenek and Avery Bradley to the Heat. Um, pick swap. You know what the fuck? I'm confused. I'm that's confused. Whenever I see a pick swap, I'm I just I'm just confused on like text. Goddamn, I should have blown up. Like pick swap for what? Like what? What the fuck picks are you swapping? You're not gonna swap the number one pick. <laughs> You're not swapping the number one pick for the number. For non-lottery pick, you know what I mean? It's so stupid. Um, but he got Victor Oladipo. Like I said, this doesn't... I didn't say this, actually, but this doesn't matter. Uh, my hot take. Um, Victor Oladipo is a bust. Um, he aren't contenders. Pull up Oladipo stats. Victor Oladipo has had one... Has had one good season. I'll say one and a half good seasons. Um, uh, 2017-2018 season was very, very good. Um, he was very, very good. He's All-NBA that year. And the next year, he was an All-Star, but took a significant drop-off. Five less points a game. Didn't He got injured, but... You know, he's been injured. I mean, it's nothing... He's, you know, he's been injured. He's been on 
four teams in eight years. Nine years. He's been on four teams in nine years. For the number two overall pick that's been injured his whole career. I said one good season before that. Uh, to me, you're a bust. And you don't, like, I don't see what Victor Oladipo is doing for the, for the Heat. Um, this season, um, 41% from the field, 33% from three. Um, you know, I just don't see two turnovers a game. Uh, I just don't see what Victor Oladipo is doing for the Heat. Um, you know, are you going to play Jimmy Butler at the four? Like, who you got? You got Trogic. I don't know if Harrow starts. Don't care about the Heat. You got Trogic, Oladipo. Don't have Harrow starting because you just got Oladipo. What am I talking about? You got Trogic, Oladipo, Robinson, then Jimmy Butler. Like, that's a short ass lineup. Uh, Duncan Robinson, your tallest guy besides Bam. And that's not going to get it done. I don't know what Oladipo's going to do. Um, Dragic, Oladipo, Butler, Robinson. Robinson's still your only shooter. Dragic can shoot some. But you have you only have two guys that are capable of making a three-pointer. Then um, that's just not going to get it done. I don't know what the fuck the Heat are doing. Um, like I said, they got him for nothing, and he's probably going to re-sign, but, you know. It's a nothing trade to me, because Oladipo's a bust, and he's not, he's going to help, he's, yeah, sure, the Heat are going to be a little bit better, but who cares? You know, the Heat suck. I don't know. Heat suck, they're not, they're not, uh, you know. Heat suck. They're not competitors. They're pretenders, I should say. And to me, the trade symbolizes the nothingness and the incompetence of front offices. Um, and not what the Heat got. Um, they, the Rockets could have, a, could have had Ben Simmons. And you know Ben Simmons can't shoot either, but... Neither can fucking Oladipo. You know. I don't know. You could have Ben Simmons. But no. So stupid. So stupid. Could have had Ben Simmons. But no, they took Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. Ridiculous. Um, like I said, this is the worst trade of all time. I'd say probably um, another one. Another worst trade of all time is trading James Harden for Steven Adams. <laughs> I mean, James Harden, God, man, that's it's wild, bro. He's got to be the one of the, like, I don't know what the word is, but unique guys in the NBA. Traded two times for nothing. Oh, ridiculous. Um, Vooch to the Bulls for the Magic. Um, I don't know what the Bulls are doing. The Bulls are currently... Well, I don't know yet. I don't know what the Bulls are doing. Um, it's a great trade for the Magic. They're probably getting two lottery picks for 
a guy that I'm not sure is a winning player. Um, he's the best player on a horrible team. He's obviously going to put up the points and the rebounds. He's obviously going to put up the stats when you're the best player on a bad team. Um, sure, the Bulls get better. But for what? You still suck. I couldn't name one player on their bench. You know, they still suck. It's a nothing trade. To me, it, to me, that's a nothing trade. Um, Levine and Vooch are both empty stat guys. You know, it's a nothing. I, don't, I just don't understand, like, what these teams are doing. Like, what? Like, what do the Bulls think they can do with the Levine and Vooch duo? To me, I don't think they can do it very much. Like, who were they better than? Must pull up the NBA standings again. Hold up. Down here. Um. Um. Not taking them over the Celtics. Maybe they're better than the Hawks, but they're better than the Hawks anyways. Maybe not anyways, but I'm taking them. I'm not taking them over the Hawks. Am I taking them over the Knicks? I don't know if I'm taking them over the Knicks, bro. Uh, I know they're four games back, but like they just got shit on. Let me. Um. Let's look at their last games. Four. Yeah, they're. They're on a five-game losing streak. I don't know how many how many games Vooch has been playing for, but you'd think you could beat the Cavs, Spurs, Warriors, and the Suns. Or maybe not the Suns, but you think you could beat the Warriors, Spurs, and the Cavs. You can win at least one of those games. You know what I mean? But like I said, it's a nothing trade. It's a nothing trade. Magic. Great trade for the Magic. Um. Uh, I guess the Bulls are going all in for what fucking stupid Bulls are going all in on being retarded. That's what <laughs> that's what they're doing. They're going all in on being one of the dumbest franchises in the NBA. Because what are they gonna do? What the fuck is Vooch and Levine gonna do? None of those guys can play defense. None of those guys do play any defense. You know. I mean, people hate on Andre Drummond all the time, but, like, what what's the difference between Vooch and Andre Drummond? Is that, is that Vooch shoots threes? Is that, is that it? Is that Vooch, is that Vooch can shoot? You know, I guess that's the big difference, but, like, they're still the same kind of player. They're both empty stat guys on losing teams, and that's all they are. Zach Levine and... Vucevic are both losing stat players, both empty stat players on losing teams. That's all. That's all they are. That's all they'll ever be. They will ever be. And it's a nothing trade for the Bulls. Nothing trade. Horrible trade for the Bulls. Great trade for the Magic. Another guy in the Magic got traded. Um, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Um. Uh. Uh. Aaron Gordon, I think he's been massively overrated, and the, because he's been uh, discussed in trade rumors all the time, and I think that's made him very overrated. But I think this does make the Nuggets better. However, 
Nuggets are still worse than they were last year at this time because the Nuggets let Jeremy Grant go. Um, Aaron Gordon is worse than Jeremy Grant. They're worse than they were last year. Um, obviously, they have Michael Porter. Michael Porter's fucking good as shit. But maybe they weren't. I say they were. I'm going to say this. They're worse at that position than they were last year. Uh, well, like I said, Aaron Gordon is an up, is definitely making them better. Definitely an upgrade to the team, improvement to the team this year. Uh, I think that was a good trade for the Nuggets. I don't even know what they gave up. Don't really care, but good trade for the Nuggets, even though Aaron Gordon, I think, is overrated. Uh, one of the more underrated trades this year, um, I'm going to talk, talk about, talk about um, Rondo to the Clippers. People hate on Rondo, but guess what? Clippers didn't have a point guard at all. Patrick Beverly sucks. They don't. They didn't have a point guard. Rajon Rondo is a point guard. Um, I don't think the Clippers are going to beat the Lakers, anyways. But I think this, like, this definitely upgrades the Clippers a lot because they got Rondo. Uh, they got rid of Lou Williams, an inefficient shot chucker who's horrible in the playoffs. Um, you know, they overpaid Luke Kennard a shit ton of money, which again, incompetence in NBA pro sports front offices, but, you know, <laughs> is what it is. I think this is a huge, this was the most impactful trade of the trade deadline, in my opinion. Rondo to the Clippers. Uh, because they finally get a point guard. We've seen what Kawhi Leonard has done with the point guard in his career. He's won championships. He won a championship with the Raptors when he had Kyle Lowry. He won a championship with the Spurs when he had Tony Barker. Now he has a point guard. Didn't have a point guard last year. Didn't have a point guard two years ago. I don't even know. I don't even remember two years ago. Was he on the Clippers two years ago? I don't know. Don't really care. But um, no, he wasn't. That was the Raptors. He won 2019. Yeah. Um, most impactful trade of the trade deadline. Rondo to the Clippers. Um, Celtics, 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 Celtics. First of all, okay, this is my rant. This is my big rant. Uh, my voice is almost dead. So, this is going to be tough to get through. But, <laughs> holy shit. But, here we go. Um, I tweeted about this. I tweeted like a big rant about it. Um, first of all, let me, uh... Let me talk about this thing. Uh, Gary Trent for Norman Powell. Um, another incompetent trade from the Trailblazers. They... <laughs> I didn't even think about it. It's like, it's so bad. This trade was so bad. Gary Trent scored 30 points yesterday. And I know it may be a... But... Now that I think about it, it's not even up. It may be an upgrade now, maybe. Like it might be an upgrade now. It might be an upgrade now, maybe. And it's not even. It's not a big upgrade, if it is an upgrade. They traded Gary Trent for Norman Powell. Gary Trent right now is a stud, three and D player. He's gonna get a lot of money in free agency because he's a stud, three and D player. Now, if they traded him because they knew they weren't gonna be able to sign him again, you know. Uh, so be it, but it is what it is, but like I said, 
Gary Trent's only 22 years old. Um, if he learns to dribble at all, he's going to be Clay Thompson. Because uh, he's a stud defender. He's a knockdown three-point shooter. He's, an, he's incredible. Incredible. There was... He's 40% from three for his career. He just dropped 30 yesterday with the Raptors. Um, you know, there's Portland Trailblazers are incompetent. They signed Carmelo Anthony. They're letting Carmelo Anthony ruin their franchise. Um, I know they're 11 games above 500, but they have a negative point differential, and that should say a lot. Uh, they still have a terrible coach who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, so, yeah. Also, no Alonzo and Lowry trades. This is what I'm going to get to uh, in just a minute with the Celtics. But um, I thought Kyle Lowry was going to go to the 76ers. Um, but the $30 million is too much to match. Um, I will say the 76ers settled for George Hill. But it's still a great pickup. And Lowry, uh, you know, would be hard to trade for because he's so expensive. Um, not even like not even an expensive trade asset but just expensive salary to match and you know you're the two seed you're very good you don't want to give up you know your pieces that you have to bring in a new guy you know what I mean uh, I think George Hill will help them a lot though like because like I said they, they need another point guard Ben Simmons is a point guard but they need another one because outside of Ben Simmons they don't have any guy uh, and Lonzo, I was surprised Lonzo didn't get traded. Um, you know, Celtics needed him, but also, but also, um, my thing is, uh, I'm gonna dog on the Raptors. I know Masai Ujiri is a very good general manager, or so they say, but not trading Kyle Lowry. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, if you're not, if you, if you were just gonna, re I have this in my notes. Um, we also, I know I don't. We all saw the, we all saw the picture where Kyle Lowry was like crying almost because he thought he was gonna get traded. First of all, if you're gonna, if you're gonna trade him, just fucking trade him. Because if you're trading him, you don't think he's gonna resign. Like I don't know what they're doing. Like you put him in you put your franchise player in trade talks only to not trade him so now like if you're gonna resign him then just resign him you know what I mean why are you even putting him in trade talks Kyle Lowry isn't a guy that that you just put in trade talks just put in trade talks cause he's your franchise player and I think that's stupid um I'm not going to put in the incompetence label on it, but I think it's dumb that they tried to trade him but didn't trade him. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'm surprised Alonzo didn't get traded either. Um, you know, Celtics need a point guard very badly. They don't have any point guard except Peyton Pritchard. But Peyton Pritchard is a great player, but he's the second unit guy. Um, you know, He's going to be, Peyton Pritchard is going to be a great backup point guard for a long time, but 
he's not he's not he's not a starting guard I don't think um let me get the Celtics I made a big Twitter thread about it um okay snowing is trending I wonder where it's snowing okay first of all Celtics were down by like 25 points against the Mavericks yesterday and they ended up losing by like five um it was hard to watch um I was texting my friend yesterday and I said the Celtics have what was it I think they had four and a half players on their team. They have they have Tatum, Brown. They have and who was I think I think Mark I think Kimball Walker was the third guy. So they have three whole players. Then they have and Kimball I'm Kimball Walker's fine. But he's not a point guard. He's an off guard. He's not a point guard. I, they need to. I think they need to trade him because. I love Kemba Walker as a, as an off guard, but I don't think he fits. I don't think he fits with the team. Um, I mean obviously. Um, and he's Kenny. Kenny sucks. Obviously, I mean, he kind of sucks, but 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 he's being forced to play point guard, even though he's not a point guard. Um. Then they have. There's three guys, and they have Robert Williams, Peyton Pritchard, and Marcus Smart, who are each half a player. So I said, so I said they had four and a half players. Uh, and they have rejects outside of that, total rejects. Um, first of all, I would, people are dogging on it. I, first of all, I hate when, I hate when um, fans like dog on the players and stuff. It's like the players... They're trying their best, man. But you gotta get if you're gonna get mad at the team, get mad at the front office because the Celtics, they don't have any players. They just don't like Grant Williams. I mean, God bless him, but he has way. I mean, he's bad. He's bad, and he's he he shouldn't. He's not. He's not a how many how many minutes is he getting? He's not an 18-a-minute guy in the NBA. Um, you know, he shouldn't be getting 18 minutes a game. Um, so I said this message 100% on Danny Ainge. Um, I went through the Celtics draft history, and I wrote down a couple guys, notable busts that they drafted inside the top 20 in the first round um, that are busts or didn't have a career with the Celtics. Troy, Troy Bell. These are all top 20 guys. Again, these are relative to their picks. Obviously, Jeff Green's on this list, but if you took Jeff Green number 20 overall, that's a hit. But you took him number 5. Also, I didn't I didn't look at like I didn't look at the lists, like the draft, the actual draft to see who they could have taken. I know that's like the most important thing, but I didn't. Um Troy Bell, Dante Jones, Randy Foy, number seven, Jeff Green, number five, Gerald Green, 18, Lucas Nagura, literally never heard of him, James Young, 17, Yabuselli, 16. Um, here's a couple guys outside of the top 20. Top 20. Jared Solinger, 21, Fab Mello, 22, Marshawn Brooks, 25. Um, 
I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, he traded at the, at the trade deadline. At the trade deadline, um, Danny Ainge felt like he had to make a move, and he did. He didn't. He didn't have to make a move, if that's what you want to say. But he didn't have to make a move, in my opinion, because you suck. You fucking suck, and your in your stars are twenty three and twenty four, so you're not win now. You're not must win now, and if you are must win now then you're not must-win now because your team sucks and you only have two good players on your team. But, like I said, he traded... Uh, he actually, first of all, he had to trade Tice. First of all, okay, first of all, the, his drafting is so bad that he has to have Grant Williams play a huge role off the bench when, he's, when Grant Williams is obviously not a huge role off the bench guy, player in the NBA. So we traded two second-round picks for Evan Fournier to come off the bench. They traded for a bench piece and a lost season when you're under 500, when your stars are 23 and 24 years old. First of all, that's fucking retarded. Then, because he made that stupid move, he had to trade Daniel Tice, one of his best players, for total rejects. Total reject bust in Mo Wagner. And Luke Cornett. I mean, Luke Cornett is a punchline. Luke Cornett sucks. Mo Wagner is awful. And I said not to dog on players, but like, come on, man. The team is worse than they were before the trade deadline. Daniel Tice is better than Evan Fournier. Okay, straight up. And Evan Fournier's come off the bench. I know you want to like let uh, Robert Williams go or whatever, but then if you want to let Robert Williams go, why are you trading for Evan Fournier? Like, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? If this is a lost season, just have it be a lost season. I, I don't understand it. And he, he didn't trade for a point guard. Um, Like, you trade for a bench piece, but not a point guard. Stupid. You didn't fill your biggest hole. Um, and you got worse. It's, it's stupid. Um, also, my biggest rant. Um, there's Celtics incompetence enough for the NBA in general incompetence. So the playing tournament. Um, I have a picture here, and it's like the bracket, but it's not a bracket. It's just a fucking giant flow chart to see who would play who. Um, and it's impossible to know like what the fuck's going on. First of all, way too hard to know what's going on. Second of all, it's stupid, right? First, before the playing tournament, you had 16 teams in it. That's over half the league. That's way too much. Way too much. 53% of the teams make it for 16 seeded for 1 through 8 each conference playoffs. Way too much. 33% um, of the teams make the playoffs in the MLB. 37% in the NFL. Um... You know, 53% is ludicrous. That's over half the, that's, that's over half the league making the playoffs. First of all, 
Why don't you just make it? Why don't you just have a thirty-team tournament? If you want more basketball, just play more fucking basketball. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Uh, doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm gonna use that in a minute. Um, now why is why it's stupid? Way too complicated. If you're looking at this picture, first time I looked at the picture, I was like, what the fuck? Um, now, now you have 20 out of the 30 teams making the playoffs. That's 66% of the teams in the NBA make the playoffs. Like, my, like just have every team in the playoffs. And if you're going to have 20 out of 30, just have every team in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Um... Like, the gap between the Pistons and the Bulls, the 10 seed and the last seed in the East, is much less than the gap between the Bulls and the 76ers, the eight, the 10 seed and the 1 seed. So just, so just have every team in the playoffs. Like, what, like why, why stop at 10? Why stop at 66% of the teams? You already had too much. Now you're increasing it for no reason. Just go all in. Just have a 30-team tournament. Why, why, if you're making a 10 seed to get a chance, i open up standings again. Why not give, why not give the Thunder a chance? And the, why not give the Thunder a chance? If you're going 10, why not make it, why not make it 13? Why not make it 26 teams and give the Thunder a chance? Why not? It just makes no sense to me. Um, first of all, why it's stupid. Now, people say, people are saying the wrong, people, people are thinking about it backwards. It motivates teams to tank harder. Because if you got let 10 teams in the playoffs, so you got the Bulls, current standings right now, the Bulls will be in the playoffs. The Bulls will be the 10th seed in the playoffs. So now, you have the Wizards two games back. The Wizards might be a bad example because they're stupid and give contracts to everybody. But, like, or the Kings, for example. The Kings. Like, now you have teams tanking extra hard because, because there's more teams in the playoffs now. So that means you want teams... You got teams dodging the playoffs where you could still be in the lottery with no consequences if you're outside of the top eight. But now, if you make the playoffs, you're screwed because you you can't tank the plan. You can't tank the playoffs. You know, if you make the playoffs, even if I was thinking about it, even if you even if the lottery stays to fourteen teams, even if even if you keep the lottery to fourteen teams, that's not like that. You only expanded the playoffs. Now you can't you can't tank the playoffs, so you got to tank the regular season now even harder. Because now there's less room to not be in the playoffs. Does that that make sense? Right, that better make sense. Real if you're retarded. Um, like I said, you don't want to be in the play-in because you can't tank the play-in. You can't tank you can't tank in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like that's stupid. Um, and even, even, even besides the lottery, like, if you're a team, even like the Bulls, 
Take the bowl. If you're a team that has no chance of beating the one or the two seed, has no chance because you suck, like the Bulls, teams, those teams don't want to be in the playoffs. Why would they want to be in the playoffs? They're going to tank late in the season so they can go home earlier. Because why would they want to go to the playoffs? Why would they want to be in a fucking play-in tournament to make the playoffs that they have no chance of winning anyways? They don't even want to be in there anyways because they want to go home and go on vacation. And you can't blame them. They're like, it's so stupid. Um, first of all, and then here I'm getting, those are the cons. Now I'm going to get, now I'm going to get to the pluses that are also the cons. And don't solve any real problems. First of all, the only plus in having the plan tournament is that it causes more competition for the five to six seeds because the seven seed is in the playing tournament. You don't, and you don't want to be in the playing tournament because why would you want to play more games? Because if you get the six seed, because the six, the one through the six seed gets a buy because they don't have to play in the playing tournament. That's pretty much a buy for the one through the six seed. So that creates more competition for the five to seven seeds, right? Maybe five to eight because you know they don't, they want to get the buy. But if you're creating competition for five through eight, they already have competition because they're they're on the bubble to make the playoffs. So why would you create more? Why would you try to create more competition for the bottom half of the playoff seeds when they already have all the competition because they're trying to make the playoffs? It's like it's so it's so stupid to me. I'm gonna get to my solution, which is perfect solution in. Just a minute. First of all, there's no, you create more competition for the five to eight seeds, but there's no you still don't fix the issue of the top end teams, the top tier teams in the standings not being motivated in the regular season because they, this solves nothing. The problem with the NBA, at least some people say it is, is the reviews. But some people say it's like the load management and stuff. Which, yeah, sure, you want the stars to play the games. But expanded playoffs doesn't, you know, that's not going to help them. Unless you say that every the one through six seed has a bye, that you can make them play. But that doesn't give them anything. Because every team has a bye now, one through six. So, um, like I said, one through six has a bye. Too many teams are in there anyways. So, you know what I mean? I'm going to get to my solution in a minute. Um, all it does is expand the playoffs when they have too many teams in it already for no reason. First of all, here's my solution. No more conferences. The conferences are stupid. Um, literally all the conferences are now is bullshit playoff seeding and conference player of the week. That's it. That's the only distinguished thing for besides conferences, right? Uh, for the conferences, right? Here's my solution. No more conferences. 14 teams make the playoffs. Open seeding, 14 teams make the playoffs, and no conferences, obviously. The one seed, the one, excuse me, the one and the two seed gets a bye. And I made the bracket. And when it's 
talk about the solutions that comes up with. First of all, open seating creates more diverse playoff matchups. Who wouldn't want to see? You know, we're limited the playoffs. We're limited to different matchups now, and they're most likely always going to be the same, pretty much because the you know the front offices are so important in the NBA, and that they keep you know their teams like you know in the same part of the standings for the most part. You know, so we're limited to the playoff matchups, and when you have when you have um, when you have shitters like the Pistons, the Magic, the Cavs, you know the Wizards. When you have those four teams, especially never making the playoffs, you're gonna limit in the Hornets until this year. You're limited to a you have a very limited, you know, varying playoff matchup thing, um, and now you can maximize it with the entire league you can have east versus west not in the finals obviously there wouldn't be conferences but you get my point um so oh the fuck so not really that that wasn't really a problem but that's another plus to my solution to my idea um second of all then the top top two seeds getting a buy um, that creates more competition for the top-tier teams in the standings. Now you wouldn't see, um, you know, now you wouldn't see Giannis taking games off because he wants a buy, and Giannis wants to get a top-two seed so he can get a buy. Maybe he doesn't, maybe he doesn't, but that that's an in- actual incentive a buy, but the first round buy is an actual incentive to play in the regular season because you act you get actual incentive in the postseason if you play in the regular season. You know, that's that's another problem that it'll solve that the play in tournament didn't solve, only made it worse, if anything. Um, what was I just had another. I had another point about it. Um, uh, maybe I didn't. I don't fucking know. But here's the bracket. If the play is this, if the season ended ended today, here's the bracket. Jazz and the Suns get a bye. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna go down. Uh, matchups. Uh, Jazz and Suns get a bye. They're top two seeds. Blazers, Nuggets, Clippers, Hornets, Knicks, Nets, 76ers, Grizzlies, Spurs, Lakers, Bucks, Mavs. Like, you would, you get Bucks, Mavs. You wouldn't get Buck, you wouldn't get Bucks, Mavs in a, in a, uh, in this year, in this playoffs. You wouldn't get Bucks, Mavs, because the Mavs aren't making the finals. Now you get Bucks, Mavs. That's fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like it's in. It's to me. It's just so. It just makes too much sense. And the, the play in tournament is so stupid. Um, I had a. I had another point. Um, it was. Uh, 
You have less teams in it now, so you don't have to watch the shitters play. Um, like now, and also the other point was, now you got the Bulls, and I'm this. This isn't about defending the incompetence from the individual teams' front offices, but when you have when you give false chance, I call this. My nickname for the playing tournament is the false chance tournament. When you give teams false chances, when you allow 66% of the league in the playoffs, and you give the team the false chances, you have that gives the Bulls an excuse to make shitty trades and ruin their franchise and trade lottery picks for an empty stats guy in Vooch who hasn't won shit in his career. Because they can make the false chance tournament. Because they can make the play-in. Because they can make the play and, and get shit on by the fucking Nets. That's what they're going to do. The Bulls are going to make the play in tournament and get swept and get fucking swept by the Nets. That's what's going to happen. And it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that the, that this league has come to that. It's ridiculous. The Bulls are worse than the Thunder. Can you believe that? The Bulls are worse than the Thunder. They're half game back than the Thunder. Thunder are one of... OKC, I know OKC overachieves. They're seven games below 500. The Thunder are. The Thunder are tanking. And the Bulls are worse than them. But the Bulls are going to get a playoff tournament. The Bulls are going to be in the playoffs. And the Thunder aren't. Just think about that. Just think about it. Think about that shit. It's fucking retarded. It's fucking stupid. And... No, for the record, I don't want OKC in the playoffs. Because why would I want to see Oklahoma City in the playoffs? OKC doesn't want to be in the playoffs. You know? Like I said, if you want OKC in the playoffs, just have everyone in the playoffs. What the fuck does it matter? You're telling me you can't have a 30-team tournament? What's stopping you from having all 30 teams in the playoffs? If you want more basketball, give me more basketball. But you don't. You just want fucking incompetence. It's fucking stupid, bro. It's fucking stupid. My solution solves the entire problem. 14 teams, first two seats get a buy. 14 teams is, what was it, 47? 46. 46. Also, it keeps that horrible eight seeds. It's that horrible eight seeds. Like, who the fuck? Here, Grizzlies. Yeah, why would the Celtics? This would give this. This makes the Celtics in the playoffs. Why would the Celtics make the playoffs this year? The Celtics suck. It's so ridiculous, bro. It's fucking ridiculous. God, it's just so stupid. Um, there it is. That's there's my rants. Um, hard truth of it is, the incompetence, or just incompetence in general, is taking over the NBA. Um, the reviews are still horrible. They're doing nothing to fix it. Instead of fi- instead of fixing the reviews, they're putting in a dumbass fucking play-in tournament. They're expanding the playoffs instead of fixing the reviews. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I said, if you market it as more basketball, I cannot complain. But I can't complain because if you market it as more basketball, give me more basketball. 
give me all 30 teams in the playoffs. Don't give me the Celtics. Don't give me the Bulls. Give me every team in the playoffs. So stupid. Um, now to the world famous segment listener questions. Um, can UCLA win it all? No. They're going to get shit on by Gonzaga. There's, <laughs> there's your answer. Um, and if they somehow beat Gonzaga, no. They're going to get shit on by Baylor. But they're not going to beat Gonzaga because they're going to get shit on by Gonzaga. Um, winners and losers of the trade deadline. Um, Celtics. Celtics because they're incompetent. And the Rockets. Because they're also incompetent. Um, I'm just going to say incompetent teams. But then again, they're always losing. And the trade deadline is kind of irrelevant to them because you're losing. And if you're losing, you're just a loser. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Um, Celtics, Rockets. Um, the winners of it, Magic, Bulls are a loser. Magic are a winner. Um, Raptors winner. Blazers loser. Um, I think the Raptors. Um, Clippers huge winner. Clippers are a huge winner. I'm not going to say the Nuggets are a winner. Um, I'm not going to call it a nothing trade. But they upgraded. So I'll call the Nuggets a winner. Um. Yeah. So there it is. There's episode nine. Hardship Sports Podcast. Um, we're hour 23, 12 seconds into it. See ya.